On tonight's episode of Mind Your Own Business, we meet the founders of a consulting firm eliminating barriers and opening minds. Celebrating Canadian entrepreneurs who are working to build their businesses their way with your hosts, Kevin Shaw. I live with total sight loss. I'm a serial entrepreneur who loves to build, lead, and inspire. And Pradeep Sangha. I'm an entrepreneur and advisor to other CEOs and entrepreneurs around the world. This is Mind Your Own Business. On today's program, we'll be meeting two entrepreneurs, Natalie and Serena. They're two friends who have discovered a shared calling through their accessibility consulting company. They know how vital their work is, but are struggling to convey their value and attract new clients as they grow this grassroots operation. My name is Serena Cormier, and I'm Natalie Shearer, and our business is Two Canes Consulting. Natalie and I used to work at the same hospital, but we didn't know each other. We were both um, receiving Braille lessons because Natalie and I are both legally blind, and Natalie also has hearing loss. And our Braille instructor felt that we would really get along. We were approximately the same age, working in the same place, had the same extremely rare um, diagnosis of vision loss. So she introduced us, and very quickly, we developed a friendship. When I was about 17, I was diagnosed with Usher syndrome, which is a form of deaf blindness. Uh, my hearing loss has been stable, but my vision loss has been progressive since then. Uh, so to give an idea, it is my peripheral vision that I'm losing and my night vision. I actually had pretty stable vision in the daytime and just was losing night vision for several years. Now I'm losing central vision and then have lost night vision. So Natalie and I actually kind of laugh all the time because we have complete opposite vision. So when we're in meetings with clients, we kind of make a hole. <laughs> it started off as story sharing and then turned into more of a solution-focused conversation on how simple some of these fixes could be uh, to barriers that we face. And it's just sort of led to the discussion of, this is something that we could do. We could work with companies to, to develop these solutions. That's how Two Canes Consulting was born. We work with uh, organizations and businesses of all sizes uh, throughout Canada to make their spaces, programs, services uh, more accessible and inclusive of all needs and abilities. When people come to us, they already have a sense of importance when it comes to accessibility. So they've identified it as being really valuable and something they want to grow on. And often they just don't know how to do that. Some are just getting their businesses started. Um, they're just building their website and they want to make sure that they're taking accessibility into account right from the beginning. Others are well-established companies um, that are looking at all of the, the processes, documents, everything that they have in place and asking us to take a look and um, help them make the necessary updates and changes that they need to really become more accessible and inclusive. First of all, all the training and workshops we provide are fully customized to the needs of each company. So we find that providing a cookie cutter training as it relates to accessibility just doesn't work because everybody has different needs, different clients, different services. So we have things that we definitely include in every training standardly to make sure that the trainings are in alignment with AODA the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act. We always say you don't know what you don't know, and that's so true with accessibility. So 
Uh, we like to have a, an initial consultation where we learn a bit more about what it is that they do, what their goals are, and um, what needs to be done to get them there. Uh, there's always uh, a fair amount of research, often more than we anticipate. Hi! Hi! So nice to finally meet you. You as well. Hi, Erica. Hi. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks so much for having me. So Erica, from our meeting, we've identified that the bulk of the services we can offer you can really be focused on digital accessibility. So we can start with a digital accessibility training, which is customized in a couple hours. Natalie, do you maybe want to talk a little bit more about the training? We can give some detail. Yeah, I was just remembering, you don't use a ton of social media. That's correct. So maybe for the training, instead of focusing on social media, we can talk a bit about PDFs and accessible documents, so mm -hmm. we can customize it a bit more. I would say that Two Canes Consulting is our passion. I don't want to speak for Natalie, but I'm pretty confident about that. More often than not, we're working evenings and weekends. So I think for us and how we work right now in our business, it's really important that it's both of us. We both have children and families that we prioritize spending time with. So often we're meeting after the kids are asleep and uh, doing work in the evenings and um, just keeping focus on this because this is really what gives us both purpose. Providing a cookie cutter solution, especially for our training and workshops, would definitely be more efficient. We'd be able to just like repeat the training over and over and it would take out all of the prep time and research ahead of time. But we feel that in a world of accessibility, it doesn't serve our clients well and their clients well. So we're a business to business model. So we wanna train other businesses how to make their own services accessible and the the community of people who identify as having disabilities is so diverse that there isn't one way to do everything and it's really based on the service and the particular clients that the company serves. We don't do a lot of marketing, so we don't post enough on Instagram or social media. Uh, some of that is the time that we have to do that and also we don't have like the two of us don't have like professional marketing knowledge. So when we do post, it's definitely not strategic or in alignment with a marketing strategy for our company. So I think that's somewhere where we're hoping to grow or develop either our own knowledge or hire out. The challenges we've been having in that is anyone that we can hire to get to help us needs to know how to do this in an accessible way. And there's not many marketing companies that also are experts in accessibility. So it's been kind of, very grassroots. Grassroots, right? mouth yeah. And um, community connections. Working in accessibility, there aren't a ton of us right now, so collaboration is huge. We're, we're definitely not competitors because there is so much work to be done, so much work to go around. So we're really focused on building a community of other folks within the disability advocacy world. Every meeting we have, every job that we finish, every training that we do, it gives us that sense of empowerment that we're helping to create a world where um, others like us feel uh, a little bit more supported and a little bit less powerless. We're back. I'm your host, Kevin Shaw, and with me in studio, as always, is our resident business coach, Pradeep Sangha. So we just heard a uh, fantastic story about Natalie and Serena starting up Two Canes Consulting. It's an accessibility consulting firm, and it sounds to me like they need some help with sales. Where do they go next from here? Well, this one hits home because I know what it's like to start off a consulting firm and not having very many clients. 
and these two ladies are trying to do a lot themselves. But the good thing is, is that there's not very many consulting firms that do what they do. So they are in a niche that they can do very well. They just need to take the old school approach and actually pick up the phone and call people. Does that uh, usually lead to results? Oh, absolutely. You call 10 people, you probably make one or two sales at least. If they do 100, it's 20 sales. Well, let's see if our mentors agree with Pradeep. We'll bring them in right now to discuss Natalie and Serena and Two Canes Consulting. I'm Karen Wong. I'm a CEO and entrepreneur who has built self-funded businesses from scratch. As a mentor, I help people learn from my wins and mistakes. I'm Henny Yeshidu, award-winning founder, investor, and marketing specialist. My first job, newspaper boy at age 11. I'm Jasmine Ganey-Hobbs, and throughout the course of my career, I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs to succeed. And we're here with our mentors on the mentor couch. Pradeep is beside me. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hey, Kevin. On the line with us via video conference, we have Natalie and Serena from Two Canes Consulting. Hello, ladies. Welcome to Mind Your Own Business. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. Hey, Serena. Where do you think Two Canes needs help in the next 30 days, and what's your biggest challenge right now? So I'd say our biggest challenge is really streamlining and increasing our marketing efforts so that we can continue growing our business and taking on more clients. If I may step in, I, I love marketing and the marketing piece of it, and I love, I've worked with many, many women entrepreneurs, and I've got some thoughts to share with you. Uh, because what I've seen from you so far, both of you, uh, in your interviews is you're both so extremely well-spoken, so presentable, so impressive, uh, that I would love to see you put in a brand strategy to build your personal brands and become thought leaders and knowledge experts in your field to bring awareness and attention to what the company does. This is actually a strategy I've used myself uh, in my own line of work is to put myself out there sharing my knowledge about the industry. And at first, I asked organizations and companies and conferences uh, for me to participate. But once I became an established thought leader, people came to me to ask me to participate, and clients always find you that way. And given how impressive and well-spoken you both are, I think it's just natural. Much similar to what Jasmine is saying, I really think that personal brands are an effective way to get clients, especially in the service uh, industry business. So is that something you guys are comfortable doing, you know, being on camera, being on social media? And how has that social media, you know, impact have been for your business? When Natalie and I, um, you know, get really excited about projects, it's often when we're presenting something at a conference or we're part of a workshop where we're um, presenting this unique idea or some kind of strategy that we're kind of pushing forward for an agency. We're also, we get excited about face-to-face -face contact with clients um, and public speaking engagements. So I think it's something that we're actually quite comfortable with. In terms of our social media, we know that we don't post enough. And when we do post, it's not strategic. So it's definitely an area that we hope to work on. There you go. That's your first homework right there. You know, it's to sit down together and, you know, find a calendar and say, in these 30 days, I want to be posting twice a week, three times a week on these certain topics. Because, again, you guys know this industry the best, right? So it's pushing that content and also introducing, you know, the problems in your industry. Because most of us don't know it, right? And the people that you're trying to tackle in that industry, they don't know it. So it's very important that you guys have an effective strategy there and continue to consistently post. But Henny, hold on one second. Yeah. 
You know, not everything can be solved with TikTok. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's great to have a social media presence, and I think that's important. But for everybody, for every 100 people that want to be a, a thought leader or a social media star, only one or less than 1% actually become successful as a result. And you're looking for clients, right? You're looking for real business. And that comes from actually picking up the phone and dialing people. So I'm going to say go old school, yeah. right? I'm going to say take the traditional approach because a lot of people want business coming to them. A lot of people talk about inbound marketing and social media, but the easiest way to get clients is actually to make a list, pick up the phone and contact those people directly. Yeah, and, and that's a great point. And what I can even add to that is you can actually nurture those same cold calls by finding them on social media and you know, shooting a one minute video, you know, talking about their, what they need right? And so that you're actually nurturing that lead and it's not just one cold call, no voicemails, you know, you can always nurture that even after. I'm going to talk about operations. I'm the <laughs> capacity <laughs> operations nerd. So the thing is, in a business to business or in a situation like yours where it is service-based and you guys are the real value add for these businesses, a lot of your time is best spent, I would say, not necessarily posting on social yourself, or necessarily making phone calls yourself, but really in the high value consulting, right? And so therefore, for me, I'd like to hear a little bit more about the administrative problems, which I think you also are having. I think you did mention that it does take up a significant amount of your time right now. A big part of our business is that everything is customized. So whenever we provide any service, even all of our trainings, it's all customized to the needs and clients of each business we work with, which means something like putting together a quote for a client actually takes hours and hours of work on the front end uh, before we meet with them to do a lot of research into the company and determine what they need. And sometimes determining an accessibility need takes a lot of time. For the short term, I would suggest seeking out grants because there are we're very, very lucky to be in Canada where we have a lot of grants to hire graduates, the next generation of talent for digital related or digital marketing or digital operation related roles. So you guys would definitely qualify, and especially as women, female founders, there's a lot of opportunity there for you to be able to subsidize a role so that you can really take, you know, move your resources in the right place so that you guys are spending time in those high value tasks and high value consulting. The other thing is in the long term, you can also use those people to help you slowly develop a tech-based, more automated approach to even marketing or sales, right? Yeah. We talked about a CRM, which is a customer relationship management software. It just is a way for you to collect all your customer information in one place. Later on, it will help you even automate basic marketing, but you need to have that bandwidth, which I think you don't have right now because right now you are struggling to actually just do some of these more mundane tasks, right? So I'm hoping that will, will give you some insight and help. Yeah, that's something uh, we talk about a lot is how great it would be to have one more person on board to help with those things. And it's funny that you bring up grants because uh, we're often working with other companies to help them identify grants um, for their own accessibility. And yeah. so we never really think of how grants could help us as a business as well. So thank you. In a sentence or less, where do these uh, two ladies go in the next 30 days, Pradeep? I'm gonna say block TikTok and go old school, pick up the phone and dial. <laughs> <laughs> Karen? double down on operations and get some of those grants. Hey, I say triple down on social media <laughs> and get consistent. I say increase your reach by becoming industry leading thought leaders. 
Thank you. Uh, this is all very tangible, seemingly simple solutions that we just were having a hard time seeing ourselves. Uh, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. We'll definitely put this all into action. We're super excited to see what's going to happen in the next 30 days. Thank you so much, uh, Natalie and Serena. Thank you. Bye. Thank all you, ladies. Bye-bye. This is Mind Your Own Business. Before the break, we met Natalie and Serena, friends and business partners who run a firm offering accessibility workshops and training. They met with the mentors who gave them advice on how to build their business. Pradeep visited them 30 days later in Kingston, Ontario to see how they made out. Hey, how nice are you? you? Nice to see you again. So Serena and Natalie, I'd love to hear how things have been going since we last chatted. Uh, it's been going really well. Um, we got lots of great advice from you and the other mentors. Uh, a lot of things we didn't realize we weren't doing, uh, a lot of things we weren't doing correctly. Uh, so we've been uh, focusing a lot on doing outreach to larger businesses. We've really been focused on smaller local businesses, which we'd still love to work with, but we've been putting our efforts on on doing outreach there and throughout Canada rather than just focusing on Ontario. The other thing that we've uh, made a big change in is, and I think this is one of the most valuable suggestions, so we are spending a lot of time, like lots of time, on really focusing on customized training, which was tends to be more expensive for companies and it took us like a long time to do a fully custom training. Now with your suggestion actually, we've decided to create more of a standard entry-level accessibility training that's more cost-effective. Um, and we're working on that. And that really flipped our company in terms of like our thought process around that because this training, we're gonna do sort of one training that many companies can access at a low cost. Um, and it will also save us time and it's better for the companies. So we've really focused on that in the last month and we're hoping maybe to have that up and running in like two months from now more work than we thought. But. Yeah, yeah. And a big part of it is we want the training itself to be um, as accessible as possible. So we really want to demonstrate what best practice for accessibility looks like in an online course. So that's something we're really focusing on and um, getting some input from other um, disability advocates and people in the accessibility space. Yeah, and on that note, we've been able to connect with a lot of other people doing great work, um, developing products focused on accessibility and, and other consultants as well. And it's been just great to hear what they're doing and starting to build that network. Mm -hmm. um, and another piece of advice I know you and the other mentors gave is that we need to be persistent mm -hmm. with, with clients and um, not give up after you know one follow-up and not hearing back. Um, so on that advice, we had reached out to a client that we, we sort of thought we had lost and um, it was for the best because we've landed a really great project that we're very excited about uh, that we'll be working on over the next year. What about some of the other ideas that came from the mentors, like becoming thought leaders? It continues to happen organically. Um, I, we've been We've had people reach out about contributing to things like um, articles on best practice for inclusion. Um, there's different social media channels that want to highlight the work we're doing. Um, but we're definitely focusing on making more of those connections and attending conferences when we can to see if, if we can find any speaking engagement opportunities and things like that. Mm -hmm. Great. And one of the other suggestions was upping your social media game. So how is that going? 
I would say we haven't overly focused on that piece in the last month, but we've really done a lot of outreach through LinkedIn. Yeah, and I've actually been connected with somebody um, who is very well versed in um, accessible social media and email marketing. Um, and we've connected with her and uh, we'd love to work with her. So I feel like that's something, it's high on the priority list once we're able to, to make some money and, and pay her to do that. Okay, interesting. And I think, especially in the area that you're in for accessibility, one of the other suggestions was applying for grants. So did anything come out of that suggestion? We, yeah, we've applied for a couple of grants in the last month. We're just waiting to hear back. So we're hoping we can utilize those. So you're excited for the next part or the next chapter of your business? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think we've been more motivated in the last month than we have in quite a while. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for both of you to see where you're going to go with this because I think the the opportunity is out there and I don't think there's a lot of people doing what you're doing with the expertise that you have. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks. Any company would be lucky to learn from Natalie and Serena's lived experience and domain expertise. If you want to find out more about Two Canes Consulting, you can go to twocanesconsulting.ca. That's T-W-O, canesconsulting.ca. Well, we need to log off. Next time, we'll bring you the story of another trailblazing entrepreneur. But until then, be sure to support the entrepreneurs in your life, mind your own business, and remember, success comes in a can. Failure comes in a cannot. Mm -hmm.